Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the immediate and speedy recovery of Daniel Aaron Chaim Ben Ruth. May he and all those who need a refuah shalema in immediate and speedy recovery experience God's mercy and God's compassion. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Edward Ben Ephraim, Shlomo Ben Edward, and Yerachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Mishpatim, Seize the Moment. Our Parsha begins with God giving Moshe Rabbeinu and the Jewish nation 53 new practical commandments. The laws regarding the treatment of slaves, personal injury, murder, and the requirements of a person who is a guardian of someone's property. The mitzvah, the commandment to see the Bismigdash, to see the temple three times a year. The mitzvah of Shemitah, the mitzvah of Karbanes, and returning a lost object, Hashavah Saveda. Moshe Rabbeinu then tells the Jewish nation what rewards they will receive for keeping God's commandments. There will be no miscarriages, the borders of Israel will grow, and they will conquer the land without opposition. The Parsha ends with God summoning Moshe Rabbeinu up back to Mount Sinai for 40 days and 40 nights to study Torah. Moshe tells 70 elders and that his brother Aaron and his nephew Hur would answer any questions they would have in his absence. God's glory set the mountain ablaze as Moshe Rabbeinu began to ascend the mountain. He went up with his most faithful and beloved student, Yeshua Benun, and the whole Jewish nation watched as Moshe Rabbeinu disappeared into the clouds from afar. However, a question comes to mind. The first commandment that Moshe Rabbeinu is given is about the Eved Ivri, the Jewish slave. A Jewish slave is someone who stole and cannot pay back what they have stolen. And so therefore they are required to work off and pay their debt. But why is the Jewish slave, the Eved Ivri, the first mitzvah, the first commandment that Moshe is given to teach the newly freed Jewish people? What is the purpose of teaching laws that won't be even fulfilled in the desert but only in the land of Israel? The Ranban Rav Moshe ben Nachman, a leading Torah scholar from the 12th century, gives a very simple explanation. He writes that the first mitzvah we are given in our parsha is a seven-year limit for the evidivri for the Jewish slave, meaning that unless they want to extend their servitude, they go free at the end of the seven-year Shemitah cycle. The Ramban explains that whether or not they remain a slave or go free, they must invoke our liberation from Egypt. As the Pasuk says in Devarim, remember that you were slaves in Egypt and God redeemed you and therefore I commanding you today about the Jewish slave and how he must go free. However, the Rabbeinu Bachai Rabachia bin Usher, a leading Torah scholar from the 12th century, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He writes that with the giving of the Torah in last week's Torah portion, God took ownership and control over the Jewish people. He gave us our mission to be his ambassadors of light and kindness, joining us together permanently. The Rabbeinu Bechaya explains that God first commanded Moshe about the Jewish slave for two vital and important reasons. First, to show the depth of the relationship between creator and creation, between God and his chosen people. When we succeed and prosper, his holy name is elevated and exalted. His oneness and unity are known and recognized across the world. Second, 
that we may never be truly enslaved or subjugated by anyone but by the King of Kings, Melech Macham Lachim HaKadosh Baruch Hu, our Father in Heaven. Our lives are forever bound to the obligation and duties that were bestowed upon us at Mount Sinai. When we scream, Naseh Nishma, we will do and then we will listen. And any and all other enslavements are brief and temporary for only God owns us. And the time granted here on earth is an opportunity from above to accomplish our purpose, to fulfill our unique and singular objective, to experience the power and to experience the love of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of God, of our Father in Heaven. In our daily life, it is imperative that we understand that the one thing we can never get back is time. The clock is always ticking, no matter who we are or what we have. Most take it for granted, yet time is the most finite and precious resource we have. The most perplexing part of time is that some seem to accomplish much more in the same 24 hours. And although it seems like they have many more hours in their day, in reality, they just value and utilize every second given to them. The lesson of the Jewish slave is recognizing that every second we are given is valuable beyond comprehension, and we should seize the moment to fulfill our mission and purpose and create a path for the coming of Mashiach. There's a powerful quote about the identity of a Jew from Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs. To be a Jew is to know that although we are here, we are also elsewhere. We live in time, but we are addressed by the voice of the one who is beyond time. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.